we are rolling. Where are we going? Down in the deep. <laughs> what do you know about that? Not much, really. Oh. We should ask a masked wolf. Astronaut. Only if he's swimming in salt water. Was this conversation worth having? <laughs> you know there's glass in my bed? <laughs> Guys, welcome to the show. Uh, Welcome to Luke and Lewis. We are loving it. What do you mean there's glass in your bed? You can't just... That's one of the best cold openers of all time. Why? Okay, why is there still glass in your bed? (laughs) Firstly, because it's almost nighttime. I assume that's happened ages ago. Secondly, how does that happen in the first place? Um... My friends and I, a few weeks ago, were smashing shit and I just never changed my sheets. And glass got in my bed sheets. Hang on, so you slept in them? I've slept in them every night for four weeks. <laughs> Wait, there's been glass in your bed for four weeks? Did you know it was in there? I'd assume you didn't know. No, I knew. Yeah, I was well aware. <laughs> okay. Every night, every night I'm picking out glass in my living room. <laughs> so so let's, just, let's just put the glass aside for a second. You haven't changed your sheets for four weeks. <laughs> I'm moving, bro. <laughs> you didn't know you were moving four oh, months dude. ago. My Ew. leave ended two months ago. I've just been ready. <laughs> That's not ready. You should clean your shit before no, you dude, move. In lockdown last year, I reckon Meg and I went way more than a month one time without changing them. Yeah, like, I can understand. There was one time where I was like, to Meg, I was like, do you remember the last time we changed the sheets? And we both just went, no. Hmm. <laughs> And isn't that feral? And now, and yeah. that's kind of why I'm just professionally homeless now because it, yes, it's very expensive staying in hotels every night, but you don't have to do anything. You can just like leave the place. Yeah. Every day. You I really get out, out of the habit of, of, of doing any kind of housework, like vacuuming, ads yeah. done, dishes done, you know, that doesn't I just get throw my shit into a suitcase. This has been my life for the last two months. Just throw shit into a suitcase. I'm like, next, not my problem. Yeah. And I, walk I you know away. what? I want to know from from the listeners, like, what's the what's the grossest thing you've accidentally done because of lockdown? You know, like mm-hmm. not changing sheets for four weeks. That's up there. What have you What have you gone? Oh fuck! I haven't done that for a month. Jeez, if you if someone says shower, I'll be disappointed. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't shower <laughs> for like five days accidentally once that's no that's really that's not accidental at day mm. two you should be able to smell yourself at yeah. what point is your nose just letting you down there <laughs> well uh, we've already established this. my nose doesn't work you know yesterday uh so in you the can't morning, even smell yourself well obviously not yesterday in the morning my <laughs> girlfriend goes oh can you clean up the cat shit it smells and i'm like ah oh, there's no shit in there she goes can you check i'm like yeah i'll check and i went to sniff couldn't smell anything. I left the house for an hour. Apparently, it was just full of shit. I couldn't smell it. My nose literally doesn't work. Maybe I've got COVID. That's crazy. You you have like the health problems of like a jackass member. Like you have the same nose problems. It seems like I'm more, a I'm more. I've been thinking about this. I'm more like a pug. Like my nose doesn't work. <laughs> my face is so squashed up to the back. I can't breathe. I'm more yeah, of a okay. pug than anything. Yeah, right. I'm like a I'm like a greyhound with a pug's head. Yeah. You're just like this inbred <laughs> thing that shouldn't really exist. Well, um, look, I wouldn't say inbred, although <laughs> you are. Well, speaking of inbred, um, tomorrow you guys are, are heading to Tasmania. What a segue. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what a segue. Guys, look, this might come as a surprise to you, but I am and Keelan and the new person I've hired, mm-hmm. we've had enough of lockdown. One night, one day I just cracked it and I went, we're moving to Tasmania. I've signed a six month lease because I have no faith in the government at all. I don't think this will be done until December, January. And on Monday, which is in a couple, tomorrow for us, I am moving to Tassie. So by the time this comes out, Keelan and I are on the spirit of Tasmania right now. And we are moving to Tasmania. So actually, just to be clear, this episode is out late because we went to Tasmania because I yes. have no time to edit it. So that's yeah. what, and also we have no electricity until Wednesday. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, this is so how short just, notice this is, Luke. We're going to get to Tassie in Tuesday morning and electricity will not be connected to the house until Wednesday afternoon. 
that's lit. See, <laughs> now, could you please edit in all your complaints? I'm assuming there's a few complaints already. Yeah. Can you edit them and say, sorry, I didn't realize you guys were on a boat. <laughs> just say that. Yeah. That's, if you could just edit it to that, that'd be great. And uh, yeah, I'm, dude, I've been fucking busy as well. We're recording this because uh, the only time we all were free was at 9.30 p.m. on a Sunday night. <laughs> on yeah, a that's Sunday. Very yeah. epic. Very yeah. cool. And, and that's, this is why we're moving. I'm looking forward to it, man. I'm going to Hobart. Uh, it's going to be, it's going to be great. I'm excited to, to leave the house. Mm. I'm really excited to do my job and I can't wait to see the inside of a building that isn't mine. You know, like how cool will that be? Isn't that crazy how grim Melbourne and Sydney is at the moment that you yeah. going to another house and being locked in it for 14 days is fresh. That's exciting. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, I'm so happy. Like I read the news today about lockdown being extended indefinitely and it made me smile. I feel, I feel sorry for everyone who's stuck, you know. You but, say, uh, very selfish. You're like, I've got myself out of here personally. Yeah, And I'm absolutely. leaving my girlfriend and my son behind. Yep, um, that's right. See you uh, later. <laughs> so the, this is real, by the way. Yeah, so yep. Lewis is moving to Tasmania. Um, I'm currently in the Gold Coast. Uh, by the way, I'm doing shows here. I've added an extra Gold Coast show, extra Sunny Coast show, which is tomorrow night. I don't know when this is coming out. Um, and Brisbane on the weekend, doing three 500-seaters. That's so please awesome. come on down. There's still some tickets left to a couple of them. So uh, it's going to be huge. I'd love to see you there. And um, yeah, then after that, I'm coming to Adelaide, but then Hobart Launceston to do shows. But then I'll actually be staying. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so in Hobart for a little bit. And then I might go to Perth because the grand final might be in Perth. And I think the D's are going to make it. So I've booked a flight out from Hobart three days before the grand final. Awesome. In the hopes that Melbourne make it and in the hopes that I Man, can get it. You know what, bro? Watch, watch that flight get turned into credits when you have to cancel it because they moved the grand final to Tassie. <laughs> Dude, I, oh, I will turn that flight into credits in a fucking heartbeat. Absolutely. Um, but uh, I'm not sure. I think it will be in Perth for grand final because it's, mm. Tassie doesn't have a stadium big enough. Like there's a 60,000 seat one in Perth. Yeah. Tassie does have a stadium, but I'm pretty sure it's actually at the university. Uh, my my son was watching the footy today and they were playing in Tasmania yeah. and it looked like the local footy oval. Like yeah, well, they it's, had it's called the seats. University of Tasmania ground. <laughs> yeah, they had seats <laughs> and they have they had so many so few people in Tassie that they couldn't fill all of the seats but also the seats didn't like surround the ground either. It was like a block yeah. here and then a block on the opposite end and they were both half full. <laughs> and there's no restrictions either so it's not like it, you know they couldn't couldn't go. It was just like yeah, I don't want to really want to watch that, and they don't have enough people. Yeah, I know. But um, yeah. Anyway, so I guess I you know it's funny that we don't intentionally do this on the show, but mm. thus enters a new era mm. of the show. There yeah. was the warehouse era, then the Frankston era, mm -hmm. and then the, the 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 new Misfits era. Yeah, uh, complex. The which will which will be resumed. We're not leaving the, there. Yeah. We're leaving the studio. And there's been some Zoom errors in between yeah. that. I forget about the, the road trip error. That was the road trip error the on the regional tour. Mm -hmm. It's got very horny. We don't like to talk about it. The horny era. And then now it is the Tasmanian era, which I don't think we ever predicted. No, <laughs> no, I ne never in my life would I think that I would be excited about moving to Tasmania. Yeah, you know. I posted that I'm coming to do shows there and the only comment on my post so far is I'm so sorry that you have to go there <laughs> just by someone who's not from there. Probably this, in a lockdown. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's, uh, I'm, I'm stoked. I think it's going to be a great era of the show. Keelan and I, we're already talking. We've been texting all week. We're going to try and... We're going to train, right? At uh, I got a place specifically near a really good pool, an indoor pool. And we're <laughs> going to train uh, like every day and we're going to try and make the state team swim team for tassie i'm gonna so i'm gonna go you won't be able to compete because you're not oh because you're residents there now yeah, yeah i'm a resident i'm tasmanian you're a bloody mainlander you wouldn't get it i'm gonna go to the local swim team and i'm gonna sign up for the most expensive i looked at their schedule today actually it's like twice a day plus a dry land session every day of the week um see you at the commonwealth games Lewis. are you gonna do any <laughs> are you gonna... three times a week Three times a day. A day. Yeah. Oh, hang You're on. Gonna do the... Are you going to do any work? 
yeah, I'm paying so for you to come to work for me, not to fucking become a Commonwealth Olympian. On, I've got the um. That's not so it, what it's called, a Commonwealth Olympian. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> every every fucking episode, I demonstrate my no, lack it's of just, sports. It's knowledge. just every time you talk about sport. The other week, you were like, "You're like a Usain Bolt, but wet." Um, and now yeah. you're saying. Commonwealth Olympian. Oh, you see, by a friend who's a friend of the show. You've raced him before in the past, Lewis. Uh, yeah. Jared Clifford. He's been all over the news. He ran in the uh, Paralympics this week. Mm. He ran in the 5,000 meters uh, yeah. in the T12, T13, which is like visually impaired category. He got a silver medal, yeah. um, which was unbelievable. And then I reckon this tops it off. It may be on par with the medal. He got a shout out from Daddy Dan on Facebook, dude. Yeah, he Dan did. Dan Andrews. Yeah did a post specifically about him during, let's be honest, the time where he could be posting about other stuff. Jeez, it's, it's looking, it's looking grim for like great job to, to him. That's amazing. And it's an incredible achievement. We're very proud of him, but that really does say how bad things are going in Victoria where Dan, Daniel Andrews is like, Oh fuck. I need like one good thing. Yeah. Anything. And, and he's, yeah, just, he's and he to go there. little nugget. He's like, all right, we've yeah. got a silver. Fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh yeah, no, he's running again uh this week and uh he's also doing the marathon. He's gonna do three events. That's because crazy. he accidentally qualified, remember? I think we spoke about mm. this. He accidentally ran the world record in the marathon for his category. Yeah. And now he's just qualified for the games because I mean of that. he's so fast. He he only just beat me in our race, but like for him to come second in the mm. Paralympics is incredible. And how much of a head start? Did you have from memory you had two hundred meters head start in a four hundred meter race? Yeah, yeah. And and he ju- <laughs> and he only just beat me. So, you know, like once I what that's and that's me on dry land. And Put I think the at pool, the time he was seventeen. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think so. So, you know. Good luck to Jared. He's probably getting a bit old now. I'll, I'll probably come back for the rematch and smash him. Mm, probably. A, I mean, in maybe race. in the, I reckon you should try and take him on in the pool next yeah. time. He won't be able to say shit, even with goggles on, dude. Yeah. So, right. Can you yeah. get, can you get goggles that, that help you see like goggle yeah. glasses? There'd be a, there'd be a visually impaired category in, in swimming for sure. Yeah. There'd be a lot of a lot of people running into the lanes. You'd think, but like I think they just look at the line, right? There's a line on the bottom of the pool. Yeah, I think just, so. Man, this the Paralympics must be so hard to decide the categories because I watched, man, I watched a, a Paralympics race, right, where like there was a guy that had no legs versus a guy that had one, and it's like. That's I don't know if they should fair. be in the same category or, or there was also, I've seen like somewhere like someone's missing an arm and they don't use, they don't need that arm. And it's like, come on, put him in the Olympics. I mean, the arm does help with balance a lot. If you were lopsided, you'd yeah. be struggling to run or whatever you're doing. That's but, true. You know, I said something so dumb the other day. <laughs> really? I was like, yeah, what a shock. Um, it's the first time it's ever happened. So mm. I'll tell you about it. Um, I was watching Jared's, medal ceremony and the podium was just flat like there was no level tears mm. and i was like sitting there like why the fuck have they got a flat podium well everyone's a bloody winner now are they no one's a gold medal i'm start going off and then i'm on the phone to my brother and he just goes it's because people are on wheelchairs man <laughs> you know what they should have <laughs> they should have massive wheelchair-sized podiums that, that you get in the area, and then they go... That's what I said, hydraulic up. podiums. You yeah. get on it, and then it lifts you above the others because everything's a competition, and it's important to If one three cabs can do it, why can't the Paralympics? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah, but that was, it's very cool. I, I think I like the Paralympics more than the actual Olympics because you turn on the TV, yeah. and it's something you've never seen before every time. Yeah. It's like, holy shit. And it makes you feel like shit about yourself. Oh, yeah. It's like, I was making yeah. excuse that day. I was like, oh, I'm pretty tired. And then I watched, yeah, some bloke just like shoot a three-point in a basketball in a wheelchair with one arm. And I was like, all right, um, I could probably just do some work maybe. How does, I've never watched the wheelchair basketball. No, that, no. You know what confuses me? Wheelchair tennis. It. How the fuck are you fast enough in a wheelchair to get from one end of the court to the other? That I don't know. Is... Have you seen him play? They're good. Dylan Alcott, he's really good. We met yeah, him. That's so crazy. At the yeah, radio station. Yeah. Once. yeah he's the guy on ANZ Bank now. 
Yeah, it was great. We have this incredible story. I don't know if we're supposed to tell it, but oh well. Probably not. Um, but we will. Mm. Um, when we were interviewing Peking Duck for that brief celebrity interview, he yeah. was there. Yeah. And he was like, look, he's in a wheelchair. So he'd had a few beers and, and I think... It was absolutely legless. He's a bit of a lightweight. Yeah, he was. He was a bit of a lightweight. Yeah. And he starts going, interview me. I'm fucking famous. <laughs> And we, at this time, we had no idea who he was. He really was just a really loud guy. Yeah, and we're just like, what? Like, why is this, in, this guy in a wheelchair screaming at us that he's famous? Yeah. And then afterwards, we found out who he was. Yeah, we absolutely should have interviewed him. He was correct. We dropped the ball. Like, he was just like, you're missing out on a great interview here. And we were stupidly missed out on it. Mm. And um, I was just like, it's funny. I've never met him since. And so now whenever I see him, like, he's always like the ambassador for everything, flying the flag, like, yeah. at the opening ceremony and stuff. He's always the guy holding the torch. I always just think of him spinning around doing wheelies going, fucking interview me, boys. Yeah. <laughs> Absolute king. He's great. Um, um, you guys hear about um, this. Toyota suspended the use of autonomous uh, vehicles at the Paralympics after it hit a visually impaired athlete. Like a Tesla or something. Is that what you mean by yeah, autonomous yeah. vehicles? Yeah, well... I think it's like to carry people around, like a little bus. Just right, and they. But why the fuck is that autonomous? <laughs> That's so lazy. It says like pay someone to drive the bus. <laughs> What's Japan doing? Japan thinks they're like more futuristic than they are. They really do, huh? It's like c- calm down, Japan. You've got yeah. a couple of the things. You're not there yet. You know what it is? They peaked too early. They invented mm. Pokemon in like the '90s, which was futuristic as hell. That concept. Yeah. yeah. And. Then since they've like, yes, they've come a long way. You know, they, you gotta, I've, I've never been, but I've seen Tokyo Drift. So I understand the culture, obviously. Of course, yeah. Um, and there's a lot of neon. So yeah. I think because of that, they go, all right, well, that means we can just like, don't have to drive anymore. <laughs> but you do clearly because you're running over people in wheelchairs. Um, so I did a show in Rockhampton during the week. Now, the infamous Rockhampton. Yes, More of a battleground than a theater, that place. It's become a war zone since uh, Frenchie, I guess, started off. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was like, I guess, World War One. Um, it was the yeah. Turn It Up incident, which went a bit viral. Uh, friend of the show, uh, however, rival podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, oldest, oldest comedian. In oldest history. comedian in the world. I think this story takes place in like 2000 BC. But from yeah. the hieroglyphics that were shown online from the events, you can see a guy threw a bottle at him at Rockhampton. And I guess then Rockhampton became known as this place where comedians get attacked. Yeah. And then it happened to Alex Williamson yeah. um, on his last tour. Some guy walked up on stage and punched him in the face. Slightly less provoked, unprovoked. Oh, yeah. That one was um, <laughs> just a fight. Uh, that that <laughs> yeah. one was just a justified reaction to some yeah. pretty heinous things Alex <laughs> was saying. Yeah. <laughs> right? But still, it's one of those things where even if you were saying heinous things in Melbourne... I reckon the person would cry before they yeah. got up and hit you. Yeah. See, the, the stuff Alex was saying, I would say in Melbourne, I wouldn't say anywhere near Rockhampton. Like the whole, the whole Queensland, I wouldn't say any of that, you know? No. They were just like, <laughs> um, they would probably tweet about you before they punched you in the face in Melbourne. Yeah. yeah. But the, so then I went there and the venue had heard about this. And obviously, because I do online stuff and mm. we're obviously associated with Alex and Frenchie. I rocked up to the venue and they had like three security guards there. Yeah. And they were like, I was like, Oh, like you guys are going to watch the show. And they're like, yeah, like, you know, there's been a few incidents at some other venues. So we just, you know, we don't want to end up in the news. essentially. Yeah. Cause you know what? It's a little bit, it's a bit of an indictment on the venue that after the first fight, whatever you have, one fight. it wasn't at the same venue, by the way. Oh, okay. Different venue. Different venue. They were just, this venue was like taking, precautions because they didn't want to end up like the other venue um, that makes sense but uh it's funny like they were like talking to me about for the show like the guys like and I, a lot of security guards on this trip have been like mate is this any trouble like you talk to me i'm your guy i'll fuck him up like yeah. and the security guards here are hungry for it like they yes. kind of want it to happen in a way but like <laughs> it's very weird and i was like oh dude that's not really my vibe i kind of just like talk about calm like that's that's kind of yeah. my thing um i'm not i don't really get that aggressive like and then I was thinking it wouldn't be an issue at all. And then like two minutes into the Rockhampton show, this guy just starts like mumbling, just like, 
fucking good. And he's already heckled like my opener, Sammy. So yeah. I, I go on stage just going off at him. Like yes. the first that, thing I said. That's the worst when, when they fuck the opener's set. And then it you makes just me come angry. on ready for war. It yeah. makes me angry backstage. Like, and yeah. Sammy's like, he's like 18. So, you know, yeah. he was not like... You can get, think, you know, at 18, if someone heckled me, I would be like, oh, I guess I'm not funny then. Yeah, like, <laughs> I think it, the first time he kind of told him to, like, get fucked or whatever, and there was a bit yeah. of banter. But then after a while, Sammy just chose the thing. It was kind of smart, I guess, to just move on and ignore him. But it's he was still kind of... It's also hard when it's not your show. Oh, yeah. I did. That was times... Well. He was like, came off. He's like, dude, I'm so sorry. But I'm like, dude, you handled that great. I used mm. to open for Lewis and like destroy someone. Yeah. Like, and just call them and like, just call them the worst things I've ever heard before. And then they would just kill the vibe of the room. And then I'd be like, all right, guys, welcome to the stage, Lewis Spears. <laughs> there was a couple of times on that tour where Lewis just yeah. walked out and had to apologize for me. <laughs> sorry about this man. I don't know him. I don't know who he is. I don't know how they let him on stage. <laughs> I was like, mate, trust me, I've done some worse things. I was like, mm-hmm. you handled that great. But um, yeah, this guy was just like so weird. He was um he was African American, right? Yeah. This guy from Rockhampton. Really? I think he's, he's, Ameri- he's American. Huh? He's from yeah, America. Uh, he actually was American. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he actually was. Really? Right? Yeah. What in the Rockhampton. fuck is he in Rockhampton? That mate, I think I don't know, I think he was lost. Right. <laughs> and he gets this weird point. So I'm doing this bit where some girls walked out and yeah. got in an elevator and gone down the elevator. And I assume she's coming back. I thought maybe the toilet's downstairs and she didn't yeah. want to walk down the stairs. So anyway, she, the elevator closes. I go, oh, where are you going? She's like, I'm just going downstairs. I'll be back. So then I go to the crowd. I'm like, all right. When she comes back, we're all just going to stand up, look at her and just clap when yeah. she comes in. Right. And I'm organizing this bit with the crowd. I was yeah. like, this will be a funny payoff. And I was like, oh, does anyone have any suggestions? And this guy who's been belligerently heckling me drunk, saying this heinous weird shit throughout the show, then goes, what about we like hail Hitler? <laughs> nah, what and about we like, don't? And I was like, hey man, let's not do that. <laughs> let's, I was nah. like going, oh, maybe let's we could like not. salute her or whatever. <laughs> You know, that would be quite funny. Just like you, you walk, your elevator opens. At least opens. he's fitting in with the Rockhampton culture, you know? Like, he's trying. Dude, the thing is, like, out of, out of all people. Yeah, it's very hard when, when someone, like, when, a, when, a black, when you're a white guy and then a black guy says something that's racist, racist you, it's, you're like, it puts oh, you in the, the, the strangest position because I'm like, I've already slammed him so many times at this point. Mm. The crowd's kind of getting over it, you know, those situations. And I'm just yeah. like, dude, anyway, then it comes, the girl comes back in, everyone comes, starts clapping. I look over at the guy. I, look, I don't know if he was, I don't know what he was doing. He wasn't clapping, put it that yeah. way. Um, oh, so he just decided to go with his I don't idea. know. I don't think he did, but I also don't think, I, I don't want to say he did in case he did, you know, yeah. because it was dark and, mm. but he wasn't clapping. <laughs> Anyway, man, it's good to be back in Queensland. <laughs> you know, uh, that reminds me of a, of a bit I saw Neil Cole Hatcard do once. He used to do this bit where if someone would leave the room, like fucking with people who leave the room is always great. But I mm. saw him do this bit that was so funny where a girl goes to the bathroom and he goes, all right, now when this girl gets back, I'm going to like say the end of a sentence. Like I've just been going on this really racist rant. And then I want you guys to all cheer and agree with me. So she thinks she's missed like something really fucked. And then she, he's doing his comedy. And then afterwards she comes back and then, and then he goes, and then at the end he goes, and that's why I'm very serious here. I don't think Asian people should be in this country. And then everyone's just like, yes, yes. And like starts clapping and cheering. And the woman is like, what the fuck did I just miss? Is that Neil? Yeah. I've never seen that before. That's fucking <laughs> hilarious. Um, yeah, it's a good one. Yeah, it's good. Like some of the shows that they get it like a bad rap, I think, like those places. Here's the thing. I said to the audience, I was like, they're kind of being like, you know, like rude and a bit weird. It's, yeah. it's just particularly rock games. It was a bit of a strange show. It was fun, but it was a bit strange. Probably the weirdest one I've done all tour. Yeah. And um, they were like, at one point they just, oh, like, at one point, like, or maybe it was in Bundaberg, or like one of the two, they all blend mm. together now. Someone just like blatantly like called me disabled or something like that. 
And I just like stopped the show and I go, you guys all wonder, like you always complain. Oh, well, no one fucking comes to Rockhampton. No one goes to Bundaberg's bullshit. Yeah. Like you fucking wonder why. Because <laughs> whenever people come here, they either get assaulted or get called disabled. Yeah. Like it's no, like it doesn't make me want to Better than rush getting back. assaulted while disabled. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Which, you know, the autonomous fucking people in Japan getting fucking run over. <laughs> yeah, that is very Japanese, isn't it? But, uh, yeah, no, it was just so funny to me. That, like, you know, often these people on Facebook go, you never come here. And then you come there and it's like, yeah. well, you didn't really treat me with like the level of respect that I guess I would not even deserve, just like would expect anyone to treat me with because I'm a human being. So um, the two is going well then? Yeah, it's going great. I'm having, having a really good time. Now, every other show has been phenomenal. That one yeah. was just strange. It was like had some amazing moments in it. And then yeah. other times I was just like, what is going on? Like, I, was, I just feel like I wasn't ready for that. I don't know why. Yeah. It's not my vibe. I, not, my vibe isn't to deal with like bogus. I don't get many. I get uni students and stuff. So I just like, what? And they tried to pull me up on a maths joke. Like he, yeah. I do this joke about rounding between four months. I say it's closer to, it's, you know, you've heard the joke. It's yeah. talking about calm. It's four months is closer to come than the, than than the first year, the nearest home yeah, number of a baby. Yeah. And he's like, incorrect. And I was like, but he was wrong. He was absolutely wrong. And I then had to explain how rounding works. Yeah. Like on stage in front of like 150 people, and then he started arguing, and then it was very evident that he, not only did he not understand maths, he also didn't understand like human reproductive systems. Like he didn't understand how babies were made. <laughs> like it was, it was bizarre. Like it was really strange. But anyway, That's man, LukeKidget.com, get yourself a ticket. Oh, get tickets to my shows as well. It looks like I won't have to cancel my whole tour anymore now that I'm in Tassie. That was another big reason why we're moving because I'll be able to fly from Tassie to anywhere else. Because if I'm in Victoria, you got to do two weeks quarantine and stuff. But if I'm in Hobart, should be fine. Unless we bring it there, which is a possibility, you know. I was complaining about my lack of smell. Yeah. You think you're a pug, you just have COVID. <laughs> you know, me and Jazz are convinced that we both got COVID way at the start. I really think that we got it. That's what everyone thinks. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think you did. I think you were just sick. Nah, I talked to... Because no to, one else got it. I, I hung out with you. No, we were I got really apart. sick. That's when I got really, really sick. Oh. Yeah, and me and, me and Luke weren't really together. But we, yeah, I reckon... I think potentially we got OG COVID. Because I talked to I'm Alex in UK who definitely got it and about symptoms and stuff and it was all the same. Maybe. I mean, I, I just think you would have spread it to more people and stuff. Maybe you were patient zero here. Who knows? Potentially. When did you get it? Like March? Yeah, it was when it was in the country, but no one really knew how much or how deep it was. And I was doing shows at the time. <laughs> like during the festival? Nah, I can't remember it was, when it was. It was just after um, the regional tour. I remember you talking to me about this. Yeah, and I was I did like a bunch of shows at like the the lounge and stuff. I think I think I got it. Oh well, that's good, man. Oh, yes, yeah. I'm glad. Well, it's good now. That means you next. Oh, it doesn't really matter because new variants and stuff. Yeah, new variant, yeah. bro. That's oh, you know, I got OG COVID. That's old news. I uh, I that Delta. I managed to book in my vaccine in, in uh, Hobart. That's good. For when I'm there, hell yeah, it's so easy to get it there. Yeah. But everywhere else, you can't get it. There's a wait Yeah, I list. tried to tried to book in in Melbourne. Couldn't get anything until November. So that's all. Then that's first first dose, right? So that means the second won't be till like December, I think. So when they go eighty percent, I'm like, all right, good luck, guys. Yeah. Um. But anyway, enough uh, woeing. It's time to talk about balls. How are your balls, fellas? Oh, sorry, you said enough, woeing. I said enough, man. That's it. Stop. Um, my balls are smooth. You know what I was speaking of balls. I think we need to really talk about this. Have you seen Rory Lowe's latest yeah. Instagram? I was about to bring it up. If there is any man in the world who mm. could use uh, our code sound off. Yeah. Um, to get the manscape lawnmower 4.0 with all the equipment that comes with it. It comes with the ball turner, the ball deodorant, you bloody name it. It's in there. Right. Mm. If anyone could use that, 
Yeah. It is our good friend, Rory Lowe. He uploaded a naked picture of himself on a motorbike today Yeah. with what will be forever known as one of just <clears throat> the biggest lies I've ever seen in a caption. Yeah. Yeah. He said waxed. He said vaxed, waxed and back on track. Now, this man is absolutely not waxed. If you zoom in to just above his leg. Now, keep in mind, he's got quite a large leg. So this should cover all of his privates well and truly, properly, right? Mm. But you zoom in. He has more hair on his nuts than he does on his head. It's quite obvious. <laughs> this man needs some manscaping. Can yeah. everyone please comment, code sound off on Rory's post. It's ridiculous. My favorite comments under the Rory's post are Billy Darcy, uh, second guest, second runner-up, sorry, runner-up for guest of the year last year, people may yeah. know him, uh, commented, I can see your pubes, mate, yeah, question mark. I love how not clever that is. I'm yeah. just really going in there and pointing out the obvious. Rory then commented, I've lost 200 followers since I posted this. <laughs> so get on that manscape, mate. All right. I mean, Rory, that off. post is so classic, like your mate who works out for two weeks. Like oh, Rory yeah. has been doing push-ups and, and a few bicep curls with his little home dumbbell set for two mm. weeks. And he's already on the back of a motorbike naked posting rig pics. Yep. Um, yeah, he had to edit it. He originally edited the caption and said, okay, I get it. Your boy got Bush still. Uh, <laughs> that's how bad the comment section was. And to- that's what happens if you don't have the new lawnmower 4.0 from Manscaped. Guys, go to manscaped.com slash sound off and get your razor. It's the yep. best shit in the world. We all use it and we're all smooth ass. Yep. And we appreciate Manscaped. Mm-hmm. Support the brands who support the show. Manscaped.com slash sound off. Use that link. There is now no code. It's slash sound off. Uh, and get yourself a razor. Now, Lewis, apparently, I don't really know all the mm-hmm. details. There is an update to the friendly Geordies <laughs> v. John Bellario situation. Yes. Uh, John Bellario. <laughs> is, that, is that not how you say John, I was John, about to ask you. Yeah. I think I said the, I said the name wrong. Yeah. And, um, Jesus. I believe it. I believe it's pronounced "bras." Bras. Okay. Uh, yeah. John John Barillaro. Barillaro. Uh, that's it. Yeah. Really shows you how invested I am in this song. <laughs> so, quick recap: uh, one of Jordan's uh, employees, Christo, was his house was raided by uh, the fixated persons unit, who was who are an anti-terrorism unit. They're the basically the people who are supposed to stop lone wolf actors from harming politicians or committing terrorism, right? I- I realized I called him Bellario because of like the Mario meme in my yeah. head. Now it's just like merged and he's Mario. I know. Jordan does great work, doesn't he? I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Christo, who's basically, you know, friendly Geordie's Keelan, uh, gets raided by the fixated persons unit. And everyone suspected that John Barillaro just sicked that unit on them which would be a very bad use of his power as a politician to call specific police units on citizens, right? Very scary thing. So uh, John Barillaro, after this, uh, in an interview with Sky News, a journalist uh, actually directly asked him that question and said, did you uh, send the fixated persons unit after uh, Friendly Geordies and his team? John Barillaro says, no, unequivocally says, no, absolutely not. And he says, and that question is an indictment on your journalism. Like basically calls, goes, I absolutely did not do that. And you're a bad journalist for even asking the question. Anyway, fast forward a couple of weeks after that interview. Why why would asking, let's be honest, like that question, that's a good question. Yes. That's That's actually good journalism trying to get to the bottom of the actual issue. And also if you did not, call the unit on him then you have a great question to answer because you're fine right if if that's not a bad question if you go no and it's true that makes you look great and makes jordan look bad right because then if that was true the unit acted of their own devices so a few weeks from that interview go by uh jordan puts out a video including uh evidence uh of the police statement that john barillaro uh, sent to the police and to the fixated persons unit specifically about him. So he uh, absolutely on record sent the fixated persons unit after friendly Geordie's and his team. Which, which is a bit of an, an indictment on his political po- political character. <laughs> that um, would have been a great burn if you didn't stumble there. 
Yes, but mate, I don't do political burns. So I, I, I try to fuck them up just so I remain Australia's least political comedian. Yeah. yeah. So I, I think that's uh, uh, a real scary bombshell to come out. But I think it's great that it's come out because I think that it, it just shows that how dirty the guy is that he would, one, you know, contact the police and specifically it's an anti-terrorism force, send them after... Mm let's be honest, a fucking YouTuber, right? Who's saying things that you don't like, mean things you don't like, a but then also employee. to lie about it. Yeah, YouTuber's employee. The guy probably makes $2 a day, mm-hmm. you know? Which is if the makes. Yeah, so. so that's heaps of money. So, yeah. you know, leave him alone. Um, but yeah, I think what? that's, it's scary that he would do that, but then even worse that he would like outwardly lie about what it. What confuses it's very suspicious. me is- New South Wales are fucked, right? And he's the deputy premier. So he's, correct me if I'm wrong, he's second in charge to Gladys, right? I think so. Yeah. Why is he pursuing this? Like, fix your state. Yeah. I, think, I think it's just because that's the type of dude he so seems petty. to be. He seems to be just in it for himself. Like, a lot, of the, a lot of the things he does and a lot of the moves he makes. Like, the dudes, the dude, if I was a guy like that who had that much money and property and investments, like the dude's like a multi-millionaire. Why the fuck would you want to be a politician if not for your own gain? Like mm. just check out, dude, enjoy your money. But you know, I think like some people get into politics for people, others get into it for power. And it seems pretty obvious why this guy's in politics to me. Yeah. That whole new South Wales government, that's the, that what are they, what's going on? They seem so like uh, on like on one hand just doing nothing, but then in other areas they're so militant, like with what they're doing and where yeah. they're spending police resources and stuff. It seems I don't know what that government's doing. I do like though, like they've they've gone guys. We need to live with COVID, and we're going to be at the forefront of designing the plan of how the country can live with COVID, which is a fancy way of going, guys. We fucked up big time. Yeah. And we're giving up. <laughs> That's like just rewording your failure. Yeah, it is, which is all politics government. is. It's like, guys, we worked out the best way to repackage us fucking up. We're moving forward. <laughs> mm, moving forward, because if you look back, you will realize that we fucked up pretty hard. Yeah. Look in that Very direction, good. the future, because we have no involvement in the future yet because it hasn't happened. Don't look in the past because oh, makes us look bad. Yeah, but even like she's wrecked herself from the start anyway. Like some of the yeah. things she said early on hasn't aged well. Like remember she said like, it's not like we're at a thousand cases a day. <laughs> and then yes. like give it like eight weeks and everyone's like, oh, hey, Gladys. Remember yeah, you said that? Really, like, the, oh. the sound bites are not being kind to Gladys. Like, no. I don't know, if you're a politician, just never say never, you know? I mean, we'll never I, have lockdowns. We'll definitely do this. Like ours is not the same scale or the same thing because we don't really talk about anything serious on here. Yeah. But like it is part of me does sympathize not with her. I think she's an idiot, but does sympathize with people who are constantly on record. And so many times I'll get DMs like, yeah. March two thousand, you know, March thirteenth, yeah. two thousand and seventeen, on the Triple M Modern Digital Show, you said this. Yeah. Fast forward three years, you said the opposite thing. You're yeah. a hypocrite. Fuck you. Like, we'll get shit like that all the time where people are just like, so you changed your opinion. And I was like, yeah, dude, people change. I don't know what to tell you. So yeah. part of me does sympathize the fact that she's literally on record every day and yeah. has people scrutinizing her. She's obviously going to say the wrong thing sometimes. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. But like, I bet, I mean, right now, people are, are frantically scrolling through the backlog of Luke and Lewis episodes finding clips of me trashing Tazzy. Oh, now I 100%. Live Oh, I, I called them inbred on stage last night. <laughs> like, and not, not really ashamed of it because I'm probably just going to do the joke there. But that's the thing. I have a joke about Rockhampton in my show. I did it in Rockhampton. They didn't love it. But mm. I was like, you know, like, you know who fucking did love it, Rockhampton? Everyone else. <laughs> and they didn't laugh. And I just moved on. And it was pretty epic. One of, the, one of those. Every, every show has to have one just for you. It shows that I'm not two-faced. Like, I'm not just going to, yeah. like, change it or not do it because, you know, 
Like I'll still do the 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 joke I've been doing about yeah. Tasmania in the show. Oh, you have Tasmania. to like because because people check. Like I remember uh, after one of my the biggest shows I'd ever done in uh, Brisbane, I said like, "Man, Brisbane is my favorite place to do comedy," and I don't say that anywhere else. And then I did a show uh, some in a different state. It might have been like Melbourne or or Sydney. And then there were a bunch of comments after the show that I after I posted a photo checking did he say sydney was his favorite place to do comedy <laughs> and all these people said no why yeah and then whenever i go to sydney checking. i just say your city sucks and your roads are horrific good night and then i just walk. <laughs> and they go <laughs> yeah like, he's got a point doesn't mean i don't like the people there i'm just like no. yeah it's, it's a bad city but i still like going there because the shows are fun um and the, uh, perth is i say perth you're my favorite city because that's true mm. yeah like Perth is my favorite city in the country, right? Mm-hmm. Gold Coast, I say, this is like, you know, it's kind of like the home away from home for me just because yeah. I spend so much time here and I'm yeah. a piece of shit like them, mm-hmm. you know? And uh, Brisbane, I agree, is still the best place to do, to do stand-up, which is this weekend, so I can't wait. Awesome. And How also we... Newcastle kind of rips as well. Newcastle, Newcastle is like so good. weirdly good. Yeah. Um, um, all right. We have one more thing just before we wrap up the episode, Luke. Uh, I want to pull up this video that Keelan uploaded recently of just the type of behavior mm. him and his friends mm. well, get up to. These are his Frankston friends, right? So bear that in mind. Your mic's off, Keelan. Just going to show the unedited version of, of the clip. Yeah, okay. Oh, and by the way, this was this was uh, recorded in the, in the brief and no lockdown period that we've had. So what was yeah. that? Six, six years ago, something like that. It's funny remember. to me that like Keelan will take like three weeks to turn around footage of him just being a garbage human. He's like, Oh, pretty busy. You know, I've got a, got a lot of stuff on. <laughs> uh, He's planning a training regimen for the, uh, the Commonwealth Olympics. So there's my friend, Sean. I'm Sean Longstaff and this is Mac jousting. and he's really living up to his name there isn't he long staff this was we were going through a jackass phase a couple months ago (laughs) everything was i mean i mean that's a phase you should have gone through at 15 (laughs) that's not a 20s phase that's a 15 year old phase i went through it we all went through it at 15 We destroyed was... fucking everything I owned. There's <laughs> 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 like a bit in the video, I didn't include yeah. the whole section, but I just go into my, my, my cupboard up there and just grab all my glasses and just start smashing them. <laughs> so this is, the, this is why we're moving to Tassie because we fucking lost it. It's so funny to me that like, yeah, you smashed all your shit. So then, like, when Lewis was like, do you want to move to Tasmania? You probably looked around your apartment and you were like, well, there's nothing for me here anymore because I fucking broke it all. Yeah, the place we've got is furnished, which is a big plus for Keelan because all his furniture is destroyed. Yeah, Lewis put in the group chat the other night. He's like, oh, if you guys want to bring your own plates and cutlery, that's all good. Like, it might, might be useful. And I was like, oh, yeah, I will bring them because otherwise they're going in the dumpster. <laughs> along with the VHS tapes. How is the dumpster? Because it looks like in your stories, you filled up like the communal apartment dumpster with VHS tapes. So how's the rest of the building dealing with that? I think, I think it's all right. Um, I went, yeah, I went today to just dump in my, uh, dump another box of VHSs. Uh, I had like a whole another box in my car. And as I'm like pouring them in, I'm like looking at all the other stuff that I'd forgotten I'd thrown out. Yeah. I was like shocked. Well, I was like, why are these people throwing these things out? you're the opposite like you as a person are the opposite of recycling like hey at least i put them in the recycling bin yeah but like i guess it's not that bad because like you technically did recycle other things that otherwise would have been no but no he didn't he just delayed their their transition period from object to landfill he just really delayed it. You, you made those VHSs go into a weird limbo period. A suspended sentence. Useful and garbage, and they just sat in your apartment waiting for the end. You really put them on death row for about two months. Okay, here's the, the dumpster in your, build, in your building. 
So that's just right. the Mac. You see, I threw the Mac out. Yeah. Hang on. Is that the Mac that used to be at Lewis's house? That's what I thought. No, it's not. Because <laughs> you... otherwise, Keeler wouldn't be on this call. <laughs> Can you imagine whose Mac's that? The work computer. That's my. Hang Mac. on. Where? I, I'm not sure my computer is in the studio. That might have been the fucking work computer. Did... <laughs> Since when do you have you had a MacBook? I have had one for years. Oh. Yeah, I never know I bought that. one years and years ago from a from an old high school. Right now, this look, Kellen. I need a. I I just want to really just clarify something when we go to Tassie. Where I just want to make clear, and I think it's good that Luke's here as well to make this clear. We are moving to Tasmania yeah. for the benefit of all of the things that we're doing for our jobs. Yep. Right. Because okay. it seems like you're moving to Tasmania to become an athlete. Just mm. at first glance. Oh yeah. no, not even that. That's fifty percent. It also seems like. He's created an environment in his apartment where he has nowhere else to go. So there will, there will be no, there will be no computer jousting dude, in the Hobart was, house. It was think about the options that he had: yeah. being in a lockdown, sleeping in glass, mm. or not. I don't know. Hey, why am I paying the rent for this building? You live in glass. You should You're be doing him me. a favor. <laughs> Should I bring? I was gonna ask you, but I know you what your answer is. No, I was thinking of bringing my VCR, no. No, thank um, you. and then like going around to op shops in in Tassie and buying tapes. What do you think? Don't relapse. Absolutely not. Why? You're relapsing. <laughs> for for you, that's why. Not for me. I don't care. They'll be in your room. If as long as they don't stay in your room, it won't affect me. I was thinking a communal area. No way. No, no way. Absolutely not. The, that, the place that the only place I found is like barely big enough for three people and my film stuff. If I see a single VHS tape, it's going in the toilet. Oh, you know, oh, you know what's I, good, so Lewis? I had, um, I had this big box. Do you remember this? You, you went with me to pick up this big box of VHSs and I never took it in my apartment today. I never yeah. took it inside my apartment until today. Yeah. And I was looking at these tapes. And I thought, how funny would it be if I just went around, there's like a hundred tapes to like a bunch of different houses and just put them in the mailbox. <laughs> As a parting gift on the way out of the building? <laughs> no, now, I mean, now that I'm a fan of. No, oh, just like in the neighborhood. In the suburbs. Oh, yeah. And just then like, like just this VHS bandit just leaving VHSs. I mean, now people know who did it like it would have been good if you didn't tell anyone what a, what a strange crime to move interstate for you know <laughs> to go on the run just dumping landfill in people's letterboxes um yeah you know what i'm thrilled about lewis mm -hmm. that i'm just i'm gonna be just visiting <laughs> i'm, I'm yeah. staying elsewhere megan and oh, i are getting an airbnb and i'm gonna dip in and out of tassie as it goes along, I'm probably going to move to Perth. I'll be Mate, honest. When, wait, I, I can't wait to text you when Perth goes into lockdown and go told you. And then, and then just a photo of me on the Tassie beach, enjoying the wind. In the cold. I'd rather be on a balcony in lockdown in, yeah. than enjoying the wind. <laughs> that's, that's never even been said before. Enjoying the wind. What are you talking I like about? The, I like the call. It's a big Luke, sell for me. You were a, saying move to Perth, move to Perth, and I was like, nah, I don't want to deal with Perth in December. Dude, Meg was listening to uh, one of one of our you know Zoom calls about it the other day. We were planning where we were going, yeah. like where the fuck we're we gonna bail to. You almost got it. You sucked her, and you're like, I just want to go to a place that is close to the beach. You know, like where we can yeah. just chill. It's relaxed. And, and Meg looked up and she went, oh, yes, we've convinced him. We've turned him around. And then mm. you just go, that's like super cold. <laughs> and then Meg just goes, oh, what the fuck? I don't want to deal with Perth in December, man. Dude, Tassie in October is just going to be rain city. It's going to be, fuck, you're yeah. going to, you know, Dude, I might I, be in a I lockdown. I pack so many jackets. I pack three pairs of long johns, my thermals. It's over. Oh, my God. I so looked at my long johns. I thought I'm going to get some use out of these. I was miserable that I had to stay there for two weeks, you know, to do the show. I was like, oh. you know, who's really excited, Luke? Greeley. Yeah. Cause he finally has someone to hang out with in Tasmania. 
literally he goes man what date do you get out of quarantine i'm like i don't know he goes tell me the date i'm set i'm setting aside a day i'm going to show you the state the state yeah oh does he even have a license no so you guys <laughs> walk yeah we're gonna go on a big walk yeah that's awesome well um yeah anyway uh we're coming to tassie um we may i'm doing my live show there um we may try and figure out some other stuff while we're down there we're not sure but uh luke are you drinking another cruiser keelan yeah i've had three this episode (laughs) (laughs) i've got to get through them i'm moving out i move out tomorrow morning i didn't know you were having beers i've got a bunch of great northerns that i racked from the rockhampton venue that i haven't luke you missed this when we were when before you were here keelan said I haven't packed yet. I'm going to be up all night packing because I have to move out of... All I have to take, Luke, is clothes and my work gear. Keelan is literally moving out of his apartment and he's starting that off with three cruises. So, (laughs) And you haven't even started it. All you've done is smash your glasses and dump your VHSs. (laughs) There's going to be more glass in the van tonight. That's awesome. Well, I look forward to hearing... Hang on, so you have to get everything out by the end of the night. No, no, I'm just, um, I'm leaving it all for my mum to clean up afterwards. Oh, do you so, know? So he could, but he's not. Yeah, great. Because <laughs> he's um, had three cruises. Well, yeah, I'm in a pickle. I have to move out of my place. Really? You like, look like you're in a house. Huh? Oh, no, it's a big pickle. I'm, I'm just, it's just an Airbnb. It's a fucking pickle on the Gold That's Coast. It's a massive pickle. It's yeah, pickle. I'm in it. And here's why is because I also have to move out in December of my mm. place because our lease is out and we we're going to move out anyway. Yeah, but now I'm not going to be there in December. But all my shits at my house. I'm currently just paying for the most expensive storage facility of all time. I've been paying rent for months. Have not touched foot in the house. Yeah, I'm going to be paying two rents, guys. Dude, I've, I've been paying Patreon. Been paying two rents since May. <laughs> uh, you have been paying four rents because you've been staying at Airbnbs. Yeah, literally, I've been paying. Well, I've been away since May, pretty much on and off. Yeah. So um, or whatever. It's fucked. Guys, support us on Patreon. Okay. Yeah. Please help. Yeah. So the COVID is bleeding us dry. <laughs> Man, I, I I did the math of like, all right, two rents, hiring a full-time employee, moving, this, that. And I'm like, fuck. I think it's cheaper than staying here and not being able to work. Really? Yeah, I think so. Oh my God. Because I called the COVID hotline and they're like, media is not online media so i'm like all right we're going to tassie anyway guys i think that's the end of the episode so thanks for listening support us on patreon i think we're going to try and do a special bonus episode of the podcast while on the spirit of tasmania so stay tuned for that that'll be up for a couple of days while it's taking off all right guys thanks very much for tuning in and um yeah we'll see you next week uh and but half of us will be in Tasmania. The Tasmanian episodes won't start for two weeks because I don't, I don't get there for two weeks because mm. they're going to do quarantine. Therefore, I won't be able to be in the same room as Killen or still for two, two more weeks. But yeah. you know what? It means there's an end date of Zoom coming. Yes, yes. This is good. And we're going to enter the Tassie era of the show. If you have suggestions, we've got about two weeks until the Tassie era starts. If you have suggestions of what we can do because we'll be in person and we'll be in Tasmania and we'll have cars. We can do whatever we want other than leave Tasmania, which we may want to do two days after arriving. But thank you. Goodbye. Talk to you in a couple of days. Bye. Bye.